Good morning. Hello, hello. Good morning. Hey, if you're on, tell us hello. We'd love to know who it is that we're talking to as we all grab our drinks. Mm -hmm. I just realized how dry my throat was and started to try to talk. I'm like, <laughs> don't choke. Hello, Kalita. Kalita. Oh, Christy's on too. Hello, Green. Christy. And Tiffany. Bart. My goodness, everybody's coming on. Wow. Welcome, welcome. And Bard. Well, it says he's watching. I don't know if he's still in. Bard Ditto, are he you could watching? Have done, he could have done a drive-by. <laughs> <laughs> Bard, there will be a test Sunday night. <laughs> just you can't, can't just scroll by. <laughs> All right. Well. What seems good? Had things for older people to do. Still does, I think. Okay. All right. I agree. I, that's that's on topic this morning. Yeah, I, I don't think that you can you can outgrow God's call. Mm -hmm. Turns out. Hey, we're gonna talk about Zacharias this morning, and probably a little bit about Elizabeth and a little bit about John the Baptist. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Who wants to to set the scene? Mm, I will. Okay. So there they were. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> a long, long time ago. A couple thousand years ago. In a land far, 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 far away. away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is starting off fun. Uh, so it was, uh, wow, names are escaping me this morning. Gabriel? Zacharias? Zacharias, thank no. you. <laughs> It was uh, his his turn to go into the Holy of Holies and and do their offering in there, whatever it was they did. And when he went in there, he had an encounter with an angel. And it was, uh, it was an interesting encounter for me because I have lots of questions about, like, why are you focused on your age? Why are you looking for a sign when you're standing in the Holy of Holies talking to an angel? It, that, that just blows my mind. And so, yeah, he's uh, he's worried about his age and and the angels saying that they're going to have a baby. And that's that's You get nice. a baby! You get a baby! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Heaven was handing out babies that year. <laughs> it definitely was. <laughs> so... I think theirs was a desire to have a baby. Mary just kind of got pregnant. It's so. true. It's true. Yes. They did desire to have a baby. So that's where it started. And um, because of his, I guess, unbelief, he was made mute. He was muted. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mute. I don't want to hear that right now. We're going to watch you unmute for... Nine, nine months or so. <laughs> so he came out, and that was uh, that was what got the story started there. Yes, and we know that he is one among, what is it, like 20-some thousand mm -hmm. priests chosen to be in the temple that day 
offering up incense and and Gabriel just happened to be there. I, I think it's a, a, a fascinating story because <coughs> there had been no encounter for hundreds of years and God was quiet. God was quiet. He wasn't talking to his people. And and here we have this magnificent encounter and um, and and he's faced with just unbelief and um I can't. I can't even imagine. I sat because I try and put myself in the in these stories where I'm just like, what have I done? I mean, this is not. They've heard stories. These mm-hmm. people are raised up hearing the stories of old, but they're the stories of old, and they become fairy tales when there is no personal encounter that that matches them. And and that's what I think that we have to be careful for is to not look at these things as they're just fairy tales. They're just good stories that, that people tell. And, um, or we're going to respond in the same way that Zacharias did to Gabriel and be like, how can this be? Mm-hmm. How can this be? Um, you know, we're old. Yeah. And give me a sign. Give like, a prove sign. yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Give me a sign. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think that God did. I know. I'm actually going to talk about this a little bit on Sunday. So I won't do the whole thing, but I find it funny that God didn't talk for hundreds of years to him. And then when he does, there's disbelief and God's like, I ain't got time for this. Shut up. <laughs> I'm about to do something. If your doubt's going to be in the way, I'll just take your doubt, silence it so I can, you know, have my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, and, and it's all surrounding the word. I'm so fascinated by just the beginning of the book of John. The first like 14 chapters are stunning to me where to to even consider that everything that we see in motion is because of the word the the word of god spoke everything into existence and now is choosing to to become flesh like us and and to dwell among us and um, the word became flesh and dwelt among us and that's just it's it's stunning to me or has chosen to to make tabernacle with us and what we know mm-hmm. the tabernacle is a place to enter into and so as an infant he's calling himself the tabernacle like mm-hmm. what and so it's interesting to me i'll get back to zachariah is that it's it's words it's spoken words and you know i i actually i have an inkling of revelation of really thinking that God partnered to the nth degree with man. And, you know, we are called to be a prophetic people. We know that the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. And so if the testimony of Jesus Christ is a spirit of prophecy, I believe that he's been using prophetic words clear up until that point to bring himself in to reality in flesh like me. And um, so I think that, you know, we, we always want to know where did the missing seed come from, right? We know that there was an egg involved. But where did the Emma called it this morning? She was talking about Christmas. Emma Stark, she she called it the super sperm, <laughs> which I think is interesting. <laughs> and but they, we know that there was a missing seed. Like where did it come from? And I think that God is just audacious enough to have stooped that low to say, "I will bring my son forth. I will bring the word forth from words." that I have given to mankind. I will put my word in your mouth and you will speak it forth. And so, uh, you know, I'm not saying that it is gospel truth. I'm just saying it's a, it's, it's something that's on my mind. And so I think that that's why 
it was so important that that Zacharias partner with what it is that that Gabriel was speaking to him because words are so important, Mm -hmm. especially when you're standing in the Holy of Holies. He's standing in the tabernacle. learning about you know the the word of god in, in different form and 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 the first thing he wants to do is hit him with his unbelief and i think it's just absolutely fascinating that's so good it's also a sign that for for the people that you know how they gathered outside the tabernacle and you know waiting for a sign uh, their sign happened to be that zachariah came out mute, and so they knew he had had experience with god well, and it took longer than it should have. Yeah. And so yeah. people are like, what's going on in there? It, it actually right. reminds me. They, what, didn't they, like, put a rope around them? That's what I was going to be saying. Yeah. yeah, just in case they died. It turns out that's not actually in Scripture. We we uncovered that. <laughs> our Hebrew study is like, that's just one of those things that's been handed down from generation to generation. It's not actually in there. But, you know, I'm not saying it's not possible that that, that was the case. But, yes, I do think that that, that probably was on their mind. Because if we know about it, then surely they did. We probably got it from them. (laughs) This idea that, like, you know, we're going to wrap a rope around their ankle with a bell just in case, you know, they die in the Holy of Holies. (laughs) So, yeah, and he does. He comes out unable to speak. And I think that people were probably like, what in the world is going on? You better be in a good place before you go in there. Because if you're not, no. And this is their one moment. Right. These guys live for this one moment. One moment they have. And he he didn't stick the landing. (laughs) No, he's so set up to the... He was. It was a soft landing. He could have made it. Yeah. Very easily, and it took him a long time to really partner, like you're talking about, partner with that word. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he did, his voice came back. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He had nine months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think that um, what what I want to introduce into this conversation is God's God's heart toward unbelief right now i I think that it's uh, like i'm gonna i'm just gonna say that i really think that holy spirit is railing (coughs) against unbelief right now that um we we want to create theology that comforts us mostly our theology does not represent who god is because it's uncomfortable for us to partner with the unseen realm it's it's far easier and it is easy for us to partner with things that we can put our eyes on, that we can touch, that we can see or hear. And um, it, with with faith and working with the unseen realm, it's you can't you can't dictate the outcome. Right. You're you're putting everything into. I believe that this is who you say we are through you. And, and that, I mean, like we're, we're going after healings around here and uh, shoot, we're going after raising the dead apparently. And, um, and it, it'll be so easy for, for people to create a, a mindset, honestly, because that's honestly what theology is, is creating a mindset about God and, um, and, and we're diminishing his power by, by choosing to believe that 
he, he doesn't actually do that. Mm-hmm. Or saying things like super spiritual things like, well, he's sovereign. He can do what he wants. Yes, he can do what he wants. And he's already clarified what it is that he wants. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine him stepping out of heaven, taking on flesh like me so that I can enter into him and play small. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that that's the plan. Yeah, I think we're going, into, like you said, we're going into a season where, you know, if our doubt and our disbelief is getting away, what he's doing, he's going to mute us. Just like Zechariah, he's going to shut us up, shut yeah. us down, because yeah. he doesn't have time for that anymore. Right. I mean, if you're going into healing and your thought is, because you know, we just experienced this, and I'll probably get in trouble for this, but, uh, you know, we were praying for somebody who was dying, and one of the people that was praying just said, I already knew they were going to die before I even prayed. What's wrong with you? You know, you're going to get silenced if you keep that up. Mm-hmm. So. Ouch, you're coming in sharp. Yeah, that stuff aggravates me. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, it actually, it agitated me and it took me all day to wrap myself around what was actually going on. And I feel like this morning, Holy Spirit was just kind of like walking me back through the whole thing. And he's like, it's not actually just you that was agitated. Mm-hmm. I am agitated when when I am confronted with unbelief. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it really started talking to me about, I go back to the story of Ananias and Sapphira over and over and over again, because I can't comprehend what was happening. I mean, it was about... I can't comprehend what they were thinking. And then I cannot comprehend what, why was that the outcome? Why did they have to die? You know, it, it, it was unbelief. And so hear me. I'm not saying God's out to kill people, but I am <laughs> saying that our unbelief sure. will absolutely destroy who we are intended to be. Yep. If we, if we're going to continue to create mindsets that are just a comfort for humanity, we are never going to see the fullness of his glory that has been promised. It says that his glory will cover the earth as the water covers the sea. You can't separate the water from the sea. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Right. And, and where do we think that the glory is coming from? I think that we, we get these crazy pictures in our mind that somehow, you know, the, the glory is just going to leak out of the heavens. It's going to leak out of you. And that's the thing that we have to understand. And and I just, I, I think that, honestly, I, I believe that even over us, that there is a promise in this season that we are going to begin to see miracles. And you better watch out. Because there is no space for unbelief. That just reminds me, we, we had a, an older lady in a, in a previous church that, was missing her legs because of diabetes. She had to have them cut off. And we would pray for her legs to grow back. And our faith was so strong, we would literally lay on the ground underneath her wheelchair. I know that sounds weird, but just go with it. And watch her legs because we didn't want to miss it. And no, we should, they didn't grow back. They grew back a little bit. A little bit. It was mm-hmm. weird. I don't know why only a little bit, but they did grow back a little bit to the point where she had to go get new her stump resized so she could put her big leg on. Um, I don't know why we didn't see that, but my whole point is the faith we had to do that. Where is that now? That we'll lay on the ground under somebody and wait for that miracle to happen. You know, now we're just like, we'll pray once it doesn't happen and we're done. Well, that, and and we're we're allowing colds to hold us back. 
I mean, like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Why? What? Colds. Oh, colds. Near colds. Listen. <laughs> I got one right now. How right here. are we going to raise the dead if we're going to allow colds to dictate what our day looks like? You know, I just, I cannot comprehend what it is that we're doing. We have been invited into partnering with the supernatural, and we are still playing low-level games. Mm-hmm. We can't. We cannot do it. I want to be a part of a company of people who are audacious enough to jump in and say, I don't care what it looks like. I'm going all in. Right. And I think that that's what, I think that was God's hope with Zacharias, that he would, that he would just sight and see and be like, just like Mary, let it be unto me according to your will. But he wouldn't. He was like, well, where's the sign? See, we're, we're still looking for a sign before we say yes. And God's looking for a people that will say yes before there's a sign. Like, go before you know. Mm-hmm. Moses had the kind of miracles <laughs> that he had in his life because he just said yes. One of the things that, that God said over and over. Did you say Moses? Yes. Yeah. Over and over to his people was that it, you're, you're an unbelieving generation. And the only way that this, and I keep going back to calling it a, a dam of unbelief because that's what I see, is just like this dam that has been built up over time surrounding our lives that, that is unbelief. We've created doctrine and theology and mindsets and what have you surrounding unbelief. And and what we need to be doing is reaching into that unseen realm, grabbing hold, laying hold, violently laying hold of faith and depositing it behind that dam of unbelief and then it's going to break i i'm just going to tell you right now the dam is going to break keep reaching into that unseen realm say yes over and over you might have to say yes a hundred times a day but it's going to be worth it i promise you it's going to be worth it a few times few times (laughs) you know i was thinking with the whole moses thing you know i kind of got in trouble for hitting that rock you know, and I, everybody's always like, because it was a, I don't think it was his unbelief that did it. I think it was his, there was a frustration in there that he wanted the miracle to happen in his time. And he was like, God said it here. No, no, God said it here and did it again. You know, I never, I, I just tried to think differently than, you know, everybody's like, oh, he just didn't believe. I think he believed. I think he, there was a frustration with the people that he was leading that they just wouldn't believe after everything that happened. I mean, you get to watch, you, get, you see water part in front of you and you get fed every single day miraculously. Mm-hmm. And then you can't believe that all those things that God did for you, that he's going to let you die from thirst, you know? And I mean, I think there was a frustration with Moses there that he slapped it twice instead of just the one supposed to. It wasn't unbelief, it was because he was annoyed, I think. Same thing that we're kind of going through. We're kind of annoyed with people that just won't have faith and believe. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is there is a tension. There's a very real tension present right now that it, it's it's it is intended to produce strength in us. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing is cowering to it instead. We can actually lay hold of the tension and find the power in it. But what we're doing is cowering to it and, and allowing it to dictate 
what, what we're willing to say and what we're willing to do. And ultimately, God is just looking for our yes. He's looking for people who he can pour his glory into that will spill it out on the earth, that will represent him rightly and boldly. Yeah, we have a, my sister has two sons who are autistic. And Sunday we were praying for this this lady who's, whose sister was dying. And Angie asked everybody to press in one time. And Jordan, who's autistic, he immediately just started yelling and screaming. And it's kind of annoying when he does that sometimes. It may be a little embarrassing. I found that neither to be not the case in that instance because there was a faith in that kid right then and there that was awesome. He started screaming for her healing, like right there, you know. And our people, our church, I'm talking to the people in our church that watch, you need to have that kind of faith. You know, stop being a big baby about miracles. Well, I think that that goes beyond, you know, what we're talking about mainly here is healing and raising the dead and, and things like that. But like, what about the what about the other things where, you know, we're contending to see God's hand in, in different areas of our lives? And it, it's all of these things, all of these things we need to we need to count just as serious as um, or, or just as um like he wants to infuse every single part of our lives with his power, mm-hmm. not just the big showy things, right. right? Like every little things, like you've got a water bill that needs to be paid. We just need to ask him, infuse that with your power. Because what is true is that it, it, in the word, in our Bibles, it tells us that, that he, he cares for the, the little sparrows, so why would we think that there's a single detail of our lives that he would miss? We just, it's all about faith. It's all about accessing the, the unseen realm and pulling it into the now. And that's what we're contending for. And I think that that's, you know, Zachariah, because God's kind. Listen, Zacharias did not miss the moment, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't miss the moment. God, God still partners with him. But he loses his voice, right? He loses his ability to speak. And can you imagine? To speak out. What? Well, absolutely. I mean, like, God wasn't going to leave it to chance. Like, you know, who knows what could have possibly happened if, you know, he remained in that space of doubt. But I think that in the silence and in, in God rebuking him, <laughs> that, that he probably learned a lot. <laughs> God was probably annoyed because, you know, and uh, who was this? Uh, who was the old? I'm having a friend cramp. In the Old Testament, the people that were old that had the baby. Abraham. Abraham. God was like, you know, I already did this once. Did you not read your Torah well enough? <laughs> I did this already. Yeah. You know, and now you're doubting that I can do it with you. You know, a, a miracle, a past miracle that this exact same thing happened. Mm-hmm. And then you got a, a priest who's in the Holy of Holies missing out on this because yeah. of his disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. Probably was a little frustrating for God. Yeah, and, and like you're talking about a little while ago, if uh, all those prophecies leading up to that time became the seed to bring Jesus through, then he couldn't take a chance and say, I'm messing up. Right. And using his words to do that. And, and then it, it went even beyond that in when John was born. Um John was going before he was going. He was calling the, the unseen as though it was seen. Mm-hmm. And when it showed up, 
he recognized it because he was living from that space mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's one of my favorite spots of scripture is where we're called to call things that are not as though they are. And that is what this entire thing is about, is being able to say, like, so what? So what? I did it. Listen, I, I am surrounded by imperfect circumstances on the daily. But the thing is, is that we it's actually opportunity. These unfortunate circumstances are opportunity for us to partner with faith and say, not today, because God is a good provider and he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing in my life. He has not left me. It's Emmanuel. He's always, always with us. So we have to stay close to him. Stop listening to all of the lies. You're not doomed. You're set up. You're set up. All of these circumstances that are unfortunate or less than, it's a setup for you to be able to reach into. I'm not saying God caused it, but it's an opportunity for us to be able to reach into the unseen realm and pull mm. on that. Now, that I'm not suggesting that we be quiet about it either. Like, if you're dealing with some unbelief, tell someone. Tell someone. Let them partner with you and help you reach into that. Do not however, declare that you know better than God and that perhaps he doesn't want to perform miracles today because that is a lie. Mm-hmm. Go in peace. <laughs> yes. I And I'm not going to apologize about it. I, I, I can't. I If it agitates God, the Bible tells us to hate the things that God hates. And unbelief is one of them. Mm-hmm. It's actually holding us hostage. It is holding the entire kingdom of heaven hostage because God has left dominion to the kings that are walking mm-hmm. the earth, and that is us. We are holding the kingdom of God hostage, and we are hurting the earth because we refuse to rise up and take our place. No more. Know who you are. If you need help knowing who you are, happy to help you with that. That's just it. It's like, I am absolutely ridiculous. I am. I get it. I understand. I am ridiculous because I will go to bat more than you will in your own life. And I'm not going to apologize for that either. If I see something in someone's life, it is like I am compelled to stand in that place and and see it come to fruition because it's the way I'm made. I, I can't back down from it. If God has a humongous calling on your life, well, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to like dabble in that a little bit because I can't allow things to go unfulfilled. It's my destiny to see things that God has spoken come to fruition because he says that he will not have his word returned to him void. Who's going to fulfill it? It's a good question to uh, to put out there. Who's going to fill it? Yeah. Sure, you're doing church right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to be surrounded by bodies right now. I don't know. It's just you guys. Apathy has got to go. Yep. Apathy has got to go. We need to know who we are. You gotta stop playing around. You gotta know what season you're in and what assignment is yours to fulfill. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't risk being muted if I were you. That's good. 
<laughs> don't risk it. Don't do it. <laughs> kind of like this cold thing. I feel like I have a very deep voice right now. Well, any any last thoughts before we sign off here? Don't get muted. Yeah. All right. Well, tonight is presence night. Mm-hmm. It's a good space to be in if you need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Yeah. And you do need to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So come tonight. Don't come up with excuses why you can't come. All right. There's a reason why you're supposed to be here tonight. Yeah. So be there. Yeah. Blessings, friends. Bye. <laughs>